If Jordan Bennington wanted to fight, Mark andre Fleury was ready to oblige. We'll talk about the goalie fight that wasn't on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked On Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we break down an absolute calamity game between the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues. We'll focus mostly on the goalie battle we all wanted but did not get with some quotes from Marc-Andre Fleury. And we'll talk about how the Wild tilted a game so heavily in their favor that they never looked back after a 3-1 deficit. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. We usually don't spend episodes breaking down games we uh we have done a ton of locked on wild postcasts all season for that specific purpose but this one deserves at least one episode we're gonna give you two today to break this game down it was a donny brook an absolute donny brook between the st louis blues and the Minnesota Wild, and a game that could not have started off any worse for the Minnesota Wilds down 3-1. to one. But we all know the Jordan Biddington story by this point. A player who I liken to A.J. Pruszynski of the Minnesota Twins, formerly of the Minnesota Twins, a guy that you love to have on your team, but cannot stand as an opponent. And so the Wild, with that 3-1 to lead, you have one of those kind of flashy saves from Bennington to start the game, and you just kind of wonder if it's going to be one of those where Bennington's going to try to really show up the, uh, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, in route to a victory, but things rapidly started to tilt uh, as this game moved towards the second period. The Wilds grab control of this game. They get a uh, a goal from Jewel Eriksson-Eck as he just continues to ram it past Jordan Bennington. Would imagine Jordan was not super thrilled about how that played out. And then all of a sudden, the Wilds score three goals in a one-minute, 46-second span. Craig Berube calls a timeout, absolutely loses his mind on the bench, trying to get his team back into, all of a sudden, a 4-3 deficit. And then it becomes 4-4. The Wild untie it at uh, 5-4. And Bennington chirps the wild bench 
He heads over to the wild bench and is trying to trying to start just whatever he can. He's got a long history of this, so this is nothing new. The Jordan Bennington experience has a rich history of exciting interactions with opposing teams, opposing players, opposing anyone that will listen. And so you have all of that, and then Ryan Hartman scores his first goal of the night. And as he is moving through the crease to get to the corner to celebrate, he clips Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington, not a fan of that in the slightest. And so he heads right over to Ryan Hartman to try to escalate taking exception to that particular play. He slides over to uh, to where Hartman's at. He's met, of course, by a blob of wild players, Hartman as well. And then who should come skating up from the opposing side of the ice? Mark Andre Fleury. Drop the gloves. And it was so funny, too, because it's not like Flurry was the one being restrained. Jordan Bennington, the one being held back by the um, by the linesman. And this was after the power play goal that made it five to four. And it's just It's so funny because a guy who ends up kind of talking all that, all that talk. And I mean, look, Bennington is a Stanley Cup champion goalie. So obviously he has the, he has the cred to back it up. But Marc-Andre Fleury was ready to go to war in this game. He had dropped the gloves And as we'll talk about in a little bit, he was ready to go in uh, in this one. He was ready to exchange fists with Jordan Bennington in this game. And I just would have been fascinated to hear and see, mostly see, how that would have played out with Flurry and Bennington coming to blows because... Flurry's been around forever. That's one of the few boxes that he has yet to check. And so with him getting up there in age, you know he was ready for it. He he was going to go. <laughs> he was going to go. And the linesman held it back. And so we see just this classic example of going to the cookie jar one too many times and poking the bear. And I just am always going to wonder, always going to wonder how that would have played out. Now, obviously, the big concerns, anytime you have any type of a fight, injuries, especially to a goalie, 
But you know what? I think I think Flurry could have handled his business for sure. I feel like Bennington would have struggled in that matchup uh, against the Flower uh, because Flowers do typically have some thorns, but just just an unreal exchange between the two. And we're going to add a little fuel to the fire uh, with some quotes from Marc-Andre Fleury after the game as we continue the breakdown of an 8-5 to win for the Minnesota Wild in which we nearly saw both goalies exchange fists. We'll talk more about that as we continue today's episode after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by the official sports betting partner of Locked on, FanDuel. And we are moving towards the absolute pinnacle of both the NBA and NHL season. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers to three-pointers drained plus who takes the shots and who scores the goals. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of Locked On. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on the playoff picture as we gear further towards the end of the season. Locked on NHL is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. Some quotes from Marc-Andre Fleury after the game. Joe Smith of The Athletic had the honors of talking to Marc-Andre Fleury after the game. Fleury was disappointed that he got held back from fighting Jordan Bennington. Said Bennington hit a Minnesota Wild player between the legs earlier when he punched Ryan Hartman. I forgot completely about this part is that Bennington sucker punched Ryan Hartman in the face after taking exception to Hartman clipping him on his way past the net. Bennington was out of the crease as well. Just just throwing that in there, not sure if that really... Uh, it does matter. It does matter. So Hartman clips Bennington... Bennington clips Hartman, Flurry ready for war, and um, Flurry saying, I felt that was my guy. I had to take care of him. And uh, a little bit more, uh, Flurry saw Bennington throw another punch at our guy, and that was the time. So this is an interesting kind of dynamic here because. You have this Minnesota Wild team struggling in this game against the St. Louis Blues. They'd given up a couple of power play goals. They were down 3-1. to one. And at that point, if you're the St. Louis Blues, you don't need to give 
the wild a reason to get angry. You don't need to give them an, a reason to become Gordon from Dodgeball. They're not playing well. All you have to do is just handle your business the rest of the way, and you likely come away with uh, what could have been a, probably a 5 or a 6-1 to one win. Instead, Jordan Bennington claps back, and the I think the funniest part of this game, as even as I sit here now, still just trying to wrap my head around what we saw happen, because not only do you have the near fight, you have another fracas in which Braden Shen gets a 10-minute misconduct uh, for taking a run at Hartman for the play that led to Bennington hitting him in the face with his stick that did not warrant any sort of um, retaliation from Bennington. I do like the fact, too, that Hartman got a roughing penalty for that, which was just absolute... It was a hideous call because Hartman was just trying to get to the corner. Bennington came out of the crease to get a piece because I think at that point... It's like when a coach is looking for a reason to either get a technical foul or to get ejected. Like in baseball, you've got a manager that doesn't like the way the game's going, so he just goes out to argue balls and strikes and gets tossed. Sometimes a coach in basketball looking for a reason to pick up a technical foul to try to get his team going. And with the Wild having taken the lead in such a just unexpected fashion... I mean, it was 3-1, to one, and then in the second period, you get the Klingberg, Sunquist, and Mason Shaw goals in 1 minute and uh, 48 seconds. Uh, 1 minute, 58 seconds. And then at that point, the Blues had rallied to tie. Hartman unties it a minute later. And so at that point, I guess, Bennington is trying to trying to kind of rally the troops after Craig Berube did the same. And then you have a breakaway goal for Alex Goligoski on Tomas Grice, and then two more goals after that. So the Blues clearly angered the Minnesota Wild in this one tonight. And to be perfectly honest, they are lucky that things did not escalate. Who knows what it would have happened if Flurry and Bennington would have had the chance to go, because Bennington did get tossed for everything that he did to incite the um, the melee that happened uh, right around the net. So he gets tossed. Flurry gets a two minute penalty for leaving his crease. If they let those two fight, you might have had everybody else that was out there on the ice doing the same. And so it leads me to wonder, to finish, what it would have been like had some of the more well-known fighters in Minnesota Wild history, what if they would have been in this game? How much more would it have changed? And so we'll take a trip down penalty lane here to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. 
Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the NHL. Free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So what if Matt Johnson and his 698 penalty minutes. What if Matt Johnson would have been in this game? (laughs) There would likely have been just an insane level fight that would have broken out in this game uh, had the Wild had some of their biggest instigators. Now, they have Ryan Reeves right now. They have Marcus Foligno. But honestly... Brandon Duhame, I think, is a player who gets lost in the shuffle with the amount of times that he has um, ha- has stepped up and gone to the penalty box himself. I mean, I'm looking at the all-time list for Minnesota Wild penalty minutes right now, and Duhame in 119 games is 37th all-time in penalty minutes for the Minnesota Wild. 160 penalty minutes in 119 games. Matt Johnson, I don't know if he'll ever be caught. 698 penalty minutes in 227 games played. And in that same span, he had 22 career points. So he's averaging like one point every 10 games for the Wilds. And then if you take those 700 penalty minutes in 227 games, that's three per game. Three penalty minutes per game uh, over the course of his career. I find it interesting, too, on the list of all-time penalty minutes for the Minnesota Wild, Miko Koivu is second, but you look at it then, Far and away, the leader in games played for this franchise at 1,028. So 592 penalty minutes in over 1,000 games is like, is like it's, it's just the longevity side of it. You know, that that's slightly boils down to like one penalty minute every two games. And so that's not that's not a ton. So I, I look at I go from that to then, of course, the big one. He may be the most high profile enforcer the Wild have ever had. Uh, Derek Bugard, five hundred forty four penalty minutes in two hundred fifty five career games. Another guy who is not going to take anything from anybody. And so the, I guess the, the point that I'm trying to make is with some of those other guys on the ice, Bugard, Johnson, I mean, you can even go further down the list to the likes of Cal Clutterbuck or Willie Mitchell. Brent Burns did a little bit of, uh, got a, a little bit of penalty minutes in his time with the franchise. You wonder with some of those guys if that um, 
if that situation would have been allowed to unfold as much as it did. If you've got Bugard out there or Johnson, if they maybe just straight up go take a run at somebody, then take the retribution and uh, just call it a night after that. Um, it, it would be interesting to see. And it would also be interesting to see if you took an entire lineup of players that had the best potential to get in a scrum. So you would have a forward line of, say, Bugard, Johnson, and I guess as a center you could maybe throw... I suppose you could throw... Koivu in there because he was more of a physical defensive center. So maybe you have him be the center and you put Matt Johnson and Derek Bugard on either side and just prepare for pain. Just prepare for pain if you're going up against that lineup. But you've also got guys recently like Marcus Foligno, Ryan Reeves. So those could be wingers. And look, on this year's team, and we'll talk more about the fourth line here for uh, our second episode today, Connor Dewar's not afraid to mix it up either. Him, Mason Shaw, Brandon Duhame. This wild team has plenty of guys that like to mix it up, have no problem being physical. But if I'm being completely honest, like I think we would like to see a little more of it from particular guys. And now for, say, Ryan Reeves, starting to score at a clip that means that he is being a productive member of a fourth line that is really helping kind of carry this team right now. But when that scoring dries up, you got to throw your body or your fists or just hope that the linesmen... um, breaks it up before you have a chance to even really get it going. Either way, I'm, I'm still taken aback by what we saw um, against St. Louis, a game in which the Blues were cruising for a win, and then they had their teeth punched right out of their skulls uh, and just straight-up handed one to the Minnesota Wild because of their goalie's antics getting everybody going. If you go too many times to the well, you're eventually going to get bit. And uh, that was exactly what happened for the Blues here this evening. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Now that your first listen of the day is done, once again, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on as we gear up for the final push to the playoffs here Uh, for all of the teams that are Stanley Cup hopefuls as we uh, move through the rest of the month of March into April. Make sure that you take this opportunity to subscribe to Locked on Wild and follow us on YouTube. Follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes as we uh, navigate through the rest of the season. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.